This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football. Welcome to the Life in Football Podcast, baby. I'm your host, Mike Feet. And this your co-host, Colin Moore. You know we loving life and enjoying football. Today is a very special episode. Um, We pretty much celebrate Mother's Day, the upcoming weekend. And we want to give a shout out to all the football moms out there. Appreciate you. Thank you for everything. Uh, You get players and family sometimes with the kid inspired in the sport, kind of like Venus and Serena, like their daddy made that sacrifice. Now, he went a he went a little bit over and above and beyond. But after I saw that movie, I appreciated him more because he did a whole lot for them girls. And I heard a lot of bad talk about him, but it made me look at it like, man, you know what? He just was being a parent. And um, I, I always hear them girls. They love their daddy. They talk good about him. And, that's what we want to talk about today. It's Mother's Day weekend, and I got the special guest on, my mom, Judy Stokes. And she was a great mom. She went through a lot. Um, She raised us, and she did it the right way. We used to go to church. Every Sunday used to be a green bus, come um, pick up people. And when I say that, like, <laughs> we went to Antioch Missionary Baptist Church, and no matter what, Either my uncle, my uncle Al, actually, or Leonard Brown, but we call him Al, Uncle Al. And uh, he would even come get us sometimes. My mama made sure we were going to Sunday school every morning. I mean, every Sunday morning. And we went to church every Sunday. And, you know, that's the type of mom she was. And she was a reasonable mom, too. You know, she understood certain things. And, you know, she was always there, you know, even times. You know, she would have to work and everything because, you know, my dad ended up getting killed. But she was a person who stayed strong. You know, she did, like I say, she dealt with a lot. And this is a very special episode because, you know, even though it's about life and football, I mean about football really, but it's about life too. And uh, we're going to go ahead and get into this interview. But without further ado, I'm going to go ahead and let Simo bring on. Mama J, how you doing? I'm great, sweetie. How are you? Good, good. It's, look, you already know it's a blessing to have you on. I feel the same. Now, I do want to tell you, it's I still remember what you cooked me. And I, I love, see, everybody that be eating around me might be trying to eat all this different stuff. Yeah. Like all that soulful stuff. I don't care about all that. All I need is some hot dogs, chicken strips, pizza, some wings, and I'm good. So when I came, I said, Mike, hey, man, I'm finna, I'm coming on from school. Can I stay at your house in Tallahassee for a little bit? Well, Tal- Quincy. It was Quincy. So I said, can I stay over there for a little bit? He said, yeah, I'm going to tell my mama. And then as soon as I got there, he said, baby, you want to eat? I was like, yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Well, I, well. I kind of hesitate because I was like, well, I don't might what y'all going to cook because I don't really eat everything. And he's like, I know. Ma, he don't really eat like that. Why well, I'm cooking some hot dogs. You cooked me them hot dogs. They were so good. Oh, my goodness. I still be thinking about that. And and 
I love how you treated me. It was just like I was your son for the, them couple of days. Now bring it forward. We started our podcast in 2018. At the end of 2018, I really don't like to count that. I really like to count May or 2019, but May, say we got to say 2018, but I feel like it's May. But Mike would tell me, man, you know, my mama called me and tell me about the podcast every day. So I, I was like, she listened to it again and then again and again. So I was like, Mike, tell your mama I love her for that. Like, that meant so much to me just to know that you have somebody right there in your corner dialed into it. You will call him and you will tell him how good the episodes were. So I thank you for listening. And what actually made you want to take time to check them out? Because you don't have to. Like, I know that's your baby, but like, well, I, I check it out if he get big or something. I don't want to check it out now, but you actually checking it out. Like, what actually made you do it? Because the love I have for the both of you, mm -hmm. um, and because I know sometimes we do overlook the small person, mm -hmm. the small people, mm -hmm. but those people can become the biggest right, and right. the best. Yes. And so I always want to be a part of it from mm -hmm. the beginning throughout. Right. Um, so I just felt that just watching it, mm -hmm. every time I watch one, you all would get better every time. Right, right. <laughs> and I, I, I tell Michael I love it when he does this little little uh little song he does about the coaches all around the right, world. Right, right, right. But I absolutely love the song that mm -hmm. the your theme song that the young lady does. Mm -hmm. Because if you really listen to it, mm -hmm. she's encouraging people. Mm -hmm. Listen to the words that she's saying, mm -hmm. this is a new day. Right. And and it is. It's a new beginning to start mm -hmm. over every day when you wake up. So you two are doing a magnif magnificent job. I, I'm a very proud mama. I'm just so proud of you both mm -hmm. for everything that you do. Right. How you're helping these young men mm -hmm. to help their, their careers grow. Because mm -hmm. somebody's going to be watching those interviews. Right. And somebody may say, hey, let's look at that tape. Let's look at this guy. I've never heard of him before. Mm -hmm. But he was on this live um, and, and football podcast. Mm -hmm. Let me just watch him. Right. And, and let's see. Mm -hmm. And, y'all, it, it's amazing because... You know when you when you're dealing with your parents, sometimes like my uh, <laughs> my granddad say, you getting too big for your brief. He used to say that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, I remember when I when I went to junior college, and my mama say, uh, well, well, first off, I went to Ellsworth College in Iowa Falls, Iowa. So my mama, her and my uncle Charlie, like I give a shout out my uncle Charlie too. He drove us up there. Y'all done heard me talk about this before. It was a long ride, and we talking. Out. We had, we had fun, and I remember pulling off in the yard. I saw my younger brother Marcus and my tape. <laughs> they was out there in the yard. My sister Simone, she was a baby at that time, mm -hmm. and um, I remember seeing them in the yard. And I, I would say sad. I man, what I'm doing? <laughs> and um, my mom was driving, so we ended up going to my uncle Charlie's house. He drove us up there, and we had a fun. We had fun the whole time, and. We, st we slept at a rest stop for a few hours. <laughs> and when I finally got to Iowa, it was like, man, I'm finna be here. You know, I ain't saying nothing, but I'm thinking that in my head. It took us to this restaurant and the meat of water just was nasty. But you know what? I was just being kind of babyish in that moment. Cause 
you like, man, I don't want to be here. And I'm like, man, this water nasty. I don't like this water. It, it was crazy for me to say like this water. But I remember the last day, um, because I think they stayed about two days. And uh, my mama got ready to hug me. She, <laughs> she hugged me. And she she ran what well, no first of all, let me let me get the story right. So we in the room and uh we decorating the room. And my mama, she putting all the stuff up. She like, oh, let, oh, let me. <laughs> and I was like, Ma, I got it. I got it. <laughs> and um, that was, she was just being a mama, you know, just trying to help out. And then um, she, then my uncle Charlie, he was like, all right, all right, Judy, time to go. And um, she gave me a hug, and she took off running down the hallway. And uh, I was like, Ma, Ma, um. And she just kept running. And uh, my uncle, my uncle Charlie, his real name, Charlie Brown, and uh, he gave me a hug. And he was like, all right, Mikey. That's what he called me. He said, all right, Mikey. We'll talk to you later. And um, when he left out the room, when they left out the room, I laid down in the bed. <laughs> and a tear came out my eye. I was, like, I was looking up at the ceiling like, man, what am I doing? Why I came up here? <laughs> and mom, I want to talk to you about that moment. How, how was that for you? It was a very sad moment because, <laughs> you know, I've always, you know, had all my babies. And um, to know you were so many miles away from me and that I wouldn't be able to see you every day, um, my heart just, it, it was just hurting so bad um, because I knew I couldn't see him every day. So when I ran out, I just was running out, screaming and crying, and it was, and I wish I knew her name, but there was someone who worked at Ellsworth downstairs, and she saw me, and she grabbed me, and she hugged me, and she said, baby, I understand. She said, but it's going to get better day by day. And she said, just let him spread his wings and fly. She said, it's going to be okay. And uh, she said, it's going to hurt you a little while. And so driving back home, I called Michael like every hour. I was calling him. Like, you okay? What are you doing? So my brother Charlie said, don't call him anymore. Stop calling him. So he tricked me. He said, honey, let me see. That's a nice phone. Let me see your phone for a minute. I said, sure. Handed him my phone. He got it and put it on the other side. He said, you won't call anymore. So I couldn't call you until I got home. But it, it was a very trying experience. I got home your brother's time. They went out to the car. How Mike? He okay? Where's Mike? You know, like you said, Simone was little. But um, Marcus Amante was very worried. It, it was like, you know, Mom, when are we going to see our brother again? When is he coming home? So um, it was hard for all of us. But we... we um, we, you know, we became accustomed to it, um, and they knew they could call and talk to him, mm. and um, it, it was fine after a while. Nah, the next time I got to come back and visit you, Please. Mike was getting married. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yes. I walked up to you. I said, "Mama, do you remember me?" You was like, "Yeah, I remember you, baby." Yes. So now tell me what you was thinking in his wedding because. He came, like, we did a simple wedding, but, and I never liked to try to dance anyways, <laughs> but when he came through in his wedding and they came through, they first they had the one song on, they kind of just going, mm-hmm. and then he looked and said, DJ, drop that beat or something. <laughs> yes, he did. Hey, 
to everybody with her. It was like a concert in there. Right. I was in there. I was like, oh, good. I said, I should have did this. Why he ain't tell me this? So now every time I go to weddings, I always judge him off of his wedding. I was like, nobody ain't beat his wedding. Because he's talking about he dancing normal. Then DJ, drop that beat. So <laughs> what? Did you know he was going to do that? Uh, that? That caught you off guard, too. I didn't know exactly what he was going to do, mm -hmm. but he told me he was going to do something for Brittany. You didn't tell me what it was, um, but he wanted to do a special dedication for his new bride, mm -hmm. Brittany, which my daughter-in-law adore. Mm -hmm. um, and um, when he danced, everybody went crazy. Yeah, yeah, I knew he could dance, but I didn't know he had it like that. Right, right, right. I mean, he was moving with the beat, uh -huh. um, and the song was just perfect for him, and yeah. I, I can't remember the title the title of his song but um the the song was just perfect and Britney's little eyes just lit up mm -hmm. her eyes just lit up and I mean even like my uh, sisters were over they were like oh, I'm serving the food they just stopped and started dancing yeah. I mean they, he, had, he had everybody dancing <laughs> with did, him he did. he did an amazing job and he was just so excited mm -hmm. to be married to Brittany um, because I we all know how much he loves her he and do, adores he her but and he was just so excited and his brothers told me that night they had a little little boys night at the hotel all of them stayed together and they were like mom Michael just was jumping around all night, all day. He was just so excited. And when uh, Marcus was trying to wait for somebody to come along That's for the wedding, that was me. It, it was, was me. you. Yeah, I was trailing him. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Michael's like, come on, he'll catch up, he'll find Yeah, us. they were leaving me. I, That's I'm a telling, shame. I'm telling my wife, I said, man, they just, they leaving us. That's a but shame. But the brother kind of slowed down, like, you good? Right. He might, might that was Marcus. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, I'm good, man. <laughs> Marcus, one thing they were like, we were so tickled. <laughs> well, that, that song they talking about, um, we just did a little, I, lived, I did a day with my wife, Brittany. It's actually CeeLo Green and Melanie Fiona, I'm a fool for you, that song. And um, it actually came out that same year, and I kind of took a liking to it. And I remember I had told Brittany, uh, hey, man, we ought to do she. Y'all, she ain't gonna be honest with it, but she talk, she she was hating on, we ain't doing that shit, man. man. I know she's going to get mad at me, but that's how she would talk. I don't want to do that. And blah, blah, blah. But I ended up doing it anyway. <laughs> and, uh, and what Simo talking about, so we was at the hotel, and we were waiting. And my brother, Monte, and my brother, my, my, I got an older brother named Jamal. Well, we called him Jamal. His name actually done Terry. And um, he, he had came to the hotel. He came early, too, actually. And uh, we had my nephew, which is Marcus Jr. He was there. He was younger, much younger. Y'all see him today. He real, he tall. And he was small at that time. So, you know, he was in there, you know, kind of playing around. And um, my my brother, um, Jamal, he was like, Mike, we need to be going, man. And so I was like, man, I'm, I'm trying. So, so. And I, I really ain't pay attention. I messed around, looked at the clock. I'm like, oh, he right. We do need to be going. So, um. I said, y'all come on. So they was already, honestly, all my brothers was already ready. And so all of us went downstairs and um Simo called and uh he called my phone. He said, um, cause he was gonna he was gonna follow us behind follow behind us to the uh wedding venue. And I was like, man, we finna go, man. And he was like, uh, give me a few more minutes. I'm almost there. I said, man, I'ma give you one minute and you ain't here, I'm gone. Aww. Uh. So <laughs> I gave him one. <laughs> I gave him one minute, and when he and when he show up, I said, "Man, I'm finna go." And uh, 
as we were getting ready to pull off, true enough, he was getting ready to pull in. I saw him. I said, man, I'm gone. As my, but he right, my brother Marcus did stay and um, waited on him, you know, before we left. And, man, you know, it's it special moments like that that make a friendship. And my mama, she always been a good mama. She did a good job. You know, she raised three young men and my my sister Simone, you know, so that's four kids she raised. She did a good job. And, um, you know, my mom wanted, wanted no cursor, no drinking, smoking. You know, it was just a genuine, you know, relationship. And I got to give a shout-out to really all my family. Um, When, when you playing sports and football, other people get involved. Actually, not really on track because they trying to do it. It just things happen. My uh, my cousin Joanna and Larry, they used to always take me to the Shanks High School football game. Now I never forget that. My auntie sent she used to drop me off at uh um uh, failure game. My cousin Preston, Preston Boston, uh, me and him during the summer, we used to buy Florida State football game tickets and go. And um my aunt Cece, my aunt Nita, they used to always take me to the track field. I used to walk with them. And um, it just was a special moment, man, for all my uncles and aunties. Some kind of way, they played a a great part in our life. You know, like I say, you know, I, I told y'all what happened to my dad and my mom. You know, my mom had to stand strong, but they were there supporting us. I mean, all of them, all my uncles and aunties, man, they, they really supported us, man. And I got to give a thanks to all of them. You know, um, my mom was like a, a, a family mom to all my cousins. And, um... Sometimes, you know, when I think about it, it's like, man, she was so young, but she did a great job, you know, just, you know, living through that. And, you know, I got to ask my mom, like, mom, how, how it was for you, you know, with um, with, with me playing football? Because I really wanted to go to college real bad, but at times it didn't seem like it was going to happen, but, you know, it did. So, you know, I want to know. What's your thoughts from seeing me from little and going to college and playing football? Well, <clears throat> I, 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 let me start by saying this. I remember when he was a little boy, mm-hmm. he'd walk around all day with the football in his yeah. hand, all day. So it was destined for him to be involved in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, it's watching you, Michael, and watching the love you have for sports, watching how hard you worked, how dedicated you were, it made me a proud person. Um, I remember when they used to have football camp and used to come, Ma, I want to go to football camp. I want to go to football camp. You, you always made time for your grades and your school, but you also made time for sports. And you kept the two where they're supposed to be because you know what to me, the grades were more important. But he, you know, he graduated from, he probably won't tell anybody, cum laude from Alabama mm. State. Um, so he's always worked hard uh, at everything he did. So I was always proud of you, your two brothers, Marcus and Monte and Simone. Um, I'm just always proud that, and, and thankful that God allowed me to be their mom mm-hmm. um, because um, I couldn't have asked for better kids. I, I couldn't have. And I'm so grateful and thankful because of that. Um, and then he made me, all my Marcus and um, Michael made me a, a grandmother, so I have six beautiful grandchildren. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, you know, Marcus Jr., Madison, Destiny, Maya, Malia, and Markel. And I just, I'm so blessed 
to have those six babies right. in my life. And they're the reason what keeps you going. Mm-hmm. Family is the reason that keeps you going. Right. I remember, Michael, before I even met you, I mm. knew you. Right. Uh, he spoke very highly of you mm. um, because they knew I was very, um, you know, not trying to tell them who to be friends with, but I was mindful of who they hung around. Right. Because you get with the wrong crowd, it would mess you up. Mess you up. Mm. So I, I was very thankful that you're in this and you're still in right, this right, right. and when he told me he was doing this with you I became so filled my heart was just so just full of joy right. to know that and you we were that some. yes yeah. I'm so thankful for you listen we, the same, that's how we feel for you because yes. without you I wouldn't know him so I'm glad you took him to our like I tell him every day like every time it crossed my mind like wow Man, we got a business now. Yes. Because I was trying to start a business. And he he laughed. He told me, you know, I used to sit back and watch you try to start these businesses. And I used to be wanting to step in and give you my little pointers. Right. But you were so in you so into it. So I just let you do it. Then I said, out of the blue one day, I was like, man, we gotta figure out a way to be around ball, man. We got too much to give to these kids and just we want to be around it anyways. Right. So he said, let's start a podcast. And he said that like October 2018, I believe. And I was like, let's start a podcast. And then now we're here four years, basically almost four years later, we here because of his thought, his ideal. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for that. Because mm-hmm. I, I told him this week, like, I don't even know what we'll be doing right now right. if he wouldn't have did that. Because we want to speak, and we have been speaking, but the podcast, we speak through this every week, 52 weeks a year. So, well, you know, it's but a year, but yeah. (laughs) But yeah. Uh, So I'm thankful that he did that. I'm thankful when we met in junior college in 2004, and it's been rolling since then. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just so glad for the both of you and yeah. so very proud. I'm always going to be there watching them. Um, sometimes I'm in my office. I'll put my headset in while I'm just working and mm-hmm. I'm just listening to the two of you talk. And, and you've brought on some great people, mm-hmm. some wonderful people. And sometimes I'm listening. I'm like, how am I going to know the, those people way up there? That's right. those colleges, major colleges. So I'm just so proud of what mm-hmm. you two are doing. Um, and to I just want to elaborate a little little bit on what Michael said um, he was speaking to another young young man earlier mm-hmm. um, when he was on the football field and he called me he was like Ma I can't believe I'm here I can't believe I'm here well what happened was uh, <laughs> Someone was like, had, uh, got on the phone saying, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to call the police. This boy's acting crazy. He's acting so wild and stuff. It was Sinbad, the actor right, Sinbad, right, right. playing with Michael, talking to me. And he said, you are so blessed. He said, this is a good young man. Mm-hmm. He said, you are so blessed. And I just, I couldn't believe, first of right. all, that I was talking to Sinbad. But, you know, people see the value in him. People see the value in you. Mm-hmm. And you're bringing out the value in other young men. Right. You two keep doing what you're doing. You, you don't know what you're doing to, to, for the community. Because these young men, 
they look up to you too. Mm. They see what you're doing. Mm. And and then one day maybe they can carry it on, mm. pay it forward, help some other young man that's struggling. Like you said, there there's a lot of great talent right there in Quincy, Florida, right. that they get overlooked because the town is small. Mm. Um, and the schools don't get the recognition that they get right. that from as other, you know, towns and cities get. Mm. So what you all are doing is just a wonderful thing and I'm so proud of you. I couldn't have asked for anything better. And for you all to come up with this on your own mm. to make a difference in the world. Right. I'm just so amazed by yeah. both of you. And y'all, this this is a, a special day. You know, mother, like I say, my mom here, Judy. And she helped me to become the person that I am today. You know, she would guide me in the right direction. And she would always teach me respect. And she used to get on me and I go, you know, I, I had a few times I was cutting up in school. I'm going to tell the story real quick. I had a classmate <laughs> named uh, Shay Simmons. And um, I was trying to cheat on the test. I'm going to be honest. I know my baby's going to see this later on in life. That's right. And they're going to be thinking, <laughs> I was trying to cheat on I had already wrote the, uh, the answer, I mean, the spelling test, the uh, words down. And um, I just had my hand over it. I think I was like in the third grade. And I, it's crazy now because, you know, I'm thinking about my kids. I can't even see them thinking like that. Right. <laughs> but uh, Shay Simmons, she, she, I had moved my hand for some reason. She was picking up the paper. And she was like, oh, Michael G, you know what they <laughs> My mama came out there, tied me up in front of the class. Yes, I did. And, you know, <laughs> I, I, at times you need that kind of, you know, direction because she made sure, you know, this ain't unacceptable. And. Even even she talking about, you know, my kids, her grandkids, you know, I see how she treat them. And I always used to wonder, like, you know, how my granddad and grandma, and I, matter of fact, let me say their name, Wilford and Willow LeBron. They're my grandparents. Um, well, those my mom's parents, you know, I, that helped raise me too. And, you know, um, and I also to my other grandparents, Nathan and Betty, and Betty Figgs, you know, they... You know, they did a lot. You know, they helped raise us. And I remember how my grandparents used to treat me. And I see how my mama do my kids now. Because sometimes I be getting on them and she be like, oh, don't say that. And, you know, it's amazing because I see now, you know, how a grandparent affect the life of their kids, you know. And, and I want to take it away. And, um, you know, I just want to say I really appreciate you, mom. I love you. And, um. Even all the rest of my family, you know, they 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 did an amazing job raising all of us, you know, and and I really got to hit on my grandma and granddaddy because would y'all believe my grandma, when I was a little little boy, she would sit on Saturdays and let me watch football the whole game too. She'd let me sit right there, and then my granddaddy used to come in there. I guess they knew I liked it. I don't know, but they they used to just let me watch the whole game. That's when I kind of fell in love with Florida State football. But it's amazing to me how she did that. Because she had things she would like to watch too. Now, my grandma ain't play. Um, my grandma Willow LeBron. But she would let me sit there and just watch the game. She wouldn't even say turn the channel or nothing. It was so amazing. I wouldn't even move. I sit there and just watch the whole game. That's why they turned it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Going yeah. nowhere. Ain't going nowhere. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's just, it just a special moment, you know, even my, my granddaddy. You know, I remember I used to see him going to work, and now, cause I, you know, he was working at during the evening times. I do similar now working the evening, and you know, as a man now, you you know, I respect that a whole lot. You know, from what he did and 
how my grandma, you know, used to cook for us and everything. So I got to give a shout out to them too. And a big, another special shout out to my mama. You know, she did a great job. And a shout out to all the moms out there. And um, young fellas, if you doing things out there and your mama telling you, hey, stop doing that. Or you need to type, you need to listen because they didn't experience a lot of things that they really just trying to help you and guide you on. And, um, you know, I just want to say a shout out again to all the life and football moms out there all across the world. And, you know, happy Mother's Day. And I'm going to leave y'all how I always leave y'all. Keep your head up and not down. I issue you a fall to the ground. This is Life and Football Podcast. Catch you next time. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. This is a new day to live your life. This is a new day to try to get right. This is a new day to get on track. Yeah, that's life in football. It's life in football. We are life in football.